0: Now, there's no question that having your first child changes your life, big time. Any new parent can tell you that. But when the new parents are foreign correspondents accustomed to living precariously, sometimes in war zones, well, the challenges of becoming a parent can be a bit more challenging. Borzu Daragahi of the Financial Times wrote about this recently. He and his wife are caring for their 14-month-old daughter, Samara, in Cairo, where they're now based. And for Borzu, this is what his new life feels like. Life has changed since I've become a
1: father living in Cairo after more than a decade working as a correspondent in the Middle East. There used to be a time when I'd ask my friends coming to visit from abroad to buy me a couple of bottles of premium liquor from the duty-free or a few hundred grams of chevre or comte de cheese from the fromagerie. Now I ask them to pick up some high-quality Western-made pampers or, when there's a shortage, some baby formula. Aptamil is my new single malt.
0: (laughs) Okay. Borzu Dargahi, baby formula is your new single malt. Uh, I I trust you. Take it (laughs) neat.
1: No, straight up on the rocks. Exactly.
0: (laughs) It kind of says it all. I mean, what else is missing from the regular baby gear? Parents would easily come by in the U.S. or Europe, for example, there in Cairo. You mentioned diapers.
1: Well, I mean, there's diapers. They're just not high quality. I mean, you have uh, a lot of the Western products here, and they're sometimes even made here, but they're not up to the standards that we're used to.
0: You know, you once had a root canal performed in Baghdad with the dentist having to leave you in the chair to turn on the power generator a couple of times. How does it feel for you after a decade of covering the Middle East as a child-free reporter to be having... These concerns now about you know where she's going to school and what you're going to do to protect her that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, it's very different Uh, uh, when I was just a a correspondent or just it was just me and my wife. She's also a journalist. It did not bother us to be living uh, sort of deprived lives. You know, I I remember spending weeks in, in places like Afghanistan and just like living off of cans of tuna and bottled water and you know getting sick and just sort of fighting through very tough circumstances. But with a Maybe it's very different, and the same sorts of things that you're willing to put yourself through, it doesn't feel right putting your child through. But it also shows just uh, you know how hard it is for ordinary people here, and you know I, for the first time I think in my career I I sort of uh, feel the sting of what it's like to be living in a country where the state is collapsing, the
0: systems of accountability are collapsing. You know, you you describe some pretty yuppie restaurants in, in Cairo, health clubs, even a large country club that sprung up. What happened to all the dire assessments of the Egyptian economy right after the 2011 uprising there? Surely there's still a large, poor population in Cairo.
1: Absolutely. This is actually, you know, I work for the Financial Times, and this is one of the things that we're examining in microscopic detail, the, the slow collapse of the Egyptian economy. But there is still a lot of money sloshing around in a country like Egypt. Uh, You've got to consider it's uh, 84 million people. Even if 10 percent of the people are well off, that's still 8.4 million people. There is uh, quite a bit of wealth here. It's just not
0: very uh, well distributed. You know, after all the reports of unrest during the Arab spring, it struck me in your story that you feel more safe in Cairo than you do in your home of Chicago.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, just in terms of looking at crime statistics, even though crime has tripled in Egypt since the revolution, it still remains safer than many Western cities and, and a lot of comparable developing world cities. So, you know, even though the rate is not going in the right direction, you know, the homicide rate, I believe, is still lower than the, the homicide rate in Chicago.
0: So back to your daughter. She's 14 months old now. Uh, She's growing up in Cairo. Pollution and medical care are some of your big concerns. But at 14 months of age, what's her favorite Egyptian thing to eat?
1: I mean, she loves rice, which is popular here in in Egypt. But she has a real fondness for another staple of North Africa, couscous. And she just loves it. When you put it in front of her, she starts uh, laughing and immediately uh, demanding to eat it, uh, sometimes with her own hand.
0: Borza Daragahi of the Financial Times in Cairo. Thanks so much.